Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Welcome and thanks for joining us for the Move Mornings Podcast. The August 9th edition, Aaron is away, but we still had some uh, fun. We had uh, reasons why Aaron can't sleep naked. You'll want to tune in for that one. And basically, we're asking... What is it that you do when your partner is away? How do things work differently at your house when you're there by yourself for the night? Uh, 90s foods that people want back. Uh, 90s foods, the rage in 2022. We've got the Move Morning Mindbender for you to find out why kids don't want you to do this while you're taking them on a road trip and a tribute to Olivia Newton-John as well. We'll play $1,000 Minute later on in the podcast, but right now we want to give you the $1,000 Minute Advantage your answer to question number 10 for the August 10th edition of $1,000 Minute. If you get on the air and you're playing, remember that the answer to number 10 is gold. 90s foods will trend like crazy this year. So think back to what you were eating in the 90s, okay? This list specifically mentions uh, the trend of pizza bagels, corn dogs, fluffernutter sandwiches. That's the fluff and peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what did you have as a kid or a teenager or whatever? What What was it that you were eating in the 90s that you would like to see make a comeback this year? That will be completely okay to yeah. just keep on eating it. It's back. It's terrific. <laughs> you mentioned bagel bites and automatically my, the tongue, my the tongue goes to the roof of my mouth. <laughs> Those things were so Those hot. are like pizza pops were big back in the 90s, just Burning the crap out of your mouth. And you were supposed to let it cool for three yeah. minutes? Yeah, There's no right. Way. <laughs> no, they're ready. I'm eating them. So 90s foods are going to be the big trend this year. So what did you love to eat in the 90s that you want to see make a comeback? Aaron and Peter, mornings on Move 100. All right, so food predictions for 2022. They're here, and it's uh, that 90s foods are right. going to be a huge trend. Uh, things like pizza bagel, corn dogs, fluffernutter sandwiches. Most of this stuff has never, ever gone away. It's right. always just been there, but it's been... You, you, uh, for, you forget about it. Well, it's just not been popular because most of it was horrible for you. I'm not surprised that 90s foods are coming back, though. Like, we have been, we heard that uh, Dunkaroos made a big comeback yep. in the last couple months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, we've got uh, a text here that says, Chef Boyardee beef ravioli. Very specific. <laughs> well, very I, specific. I don't know of any other beef ravioli that comes in a can. So maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's, a good point. it's not so <laughs> specific after all. Yeah. And this, uh, another text, fruit by the foot. Again, mm. It's always been here, never went away. Oh, loved that as a kid. But the this, the texter would like it to become very popular for adults to eat this now. Uh, another text saying toaster strudels and the mm. amount of texts that say McDonald's pizza. we got to get over the yeah. fact that we're never going to get that back. It's never coming back. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we talk about old food, it's like always, it's always about McDonald's pizza. How much, how well would McDonald's do if they came up with a frozen version of this and threw it in the grocery store? Can you imagine? People would, it would fly off. Off the shelves. McDonald's, are you listening? As long as it was even even remotely similar to what you used to be able to get. True, people would love it. You know, I'm sorry, it wasn't that good. (laughs) Yeah, there's way better pizza you can get these days, okay? It's it's the nostalgic factor of Mm -hmm. it. So think back to what you were eating in the 90s. What did you like to eat? during that time that you would love to see make a comeback, give us a call at 451-1313 or text 124-7. Good morning, John. How about you? Big Newtons. What? 
Nineties. <laughs> I we meant nineteen nineties, not eighteen nineties. <laughs> Why do you like those? Big Newtons? They yeah. were awesome. I mean, we got we got Nutrigrain now, and they're 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 not bad, but. I mean, you just can't beat a Fig Newton. You get a package, it's got two of them in there, right? I mean, the, the, the middle was so chewy and delicious, and the outside was like nice and crusty on the outside, but chewy on the inside. It's great. I'm pretty sure they made those for when you lose your teeth and you can't <laughs> chew anymore. <laughs> if that was your mother's idea of a treat, uh, oh. I'm not sure we would have got along. <laughs> <laughs> Start your day in a good way with Aaron and Peter. Mornings on Move 100. So want you to think back to what you were eating uh, in the 90s and what it is that you'd like to see make a comeback this year. Okay? You were just a kid. Yeah. And now you would totally make this a part of your diet uh-huh. as an adult. I mentioned um, Chubby Pop. That was really popular in the 90s, and uh, so many texts came in saying, you can still get them here. Underground Snacks, they've got a location on um, Barrington and Quinpool. Mm. They still sell them, and the Freak Lunchbox. Yeah, and I, I, I looked at them. I said, oh, yeah, I recognize right? them. Right, they were chubby. so cool. They're little short bottles, yeah. and I guess I couldn't call them stubbies no. because... <laughs> Those were already taken for your beer bottles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not great for the kids, right? Right. I, and, and I mentioned um, I would like to see adults running around with mini sips with a little straw. Yes. And then sucking on those. Yeah. Um, and this text came in, Peter, as a 90s kid, we never used the straws. We just chewed <laughs> off the corner and sucked on it. Oh, my God. Also, I miss the Nielsen Coconut Fingers and Vashon Miami Cakes. I would buy those if they brought them back 100%. Mm. Speaking of straws, that just uh, gave me a flashback to Pixie Sticks. Pixie Sticks, I wonder, sure. I don't know if they, they must be still a thing. but sure, They're all still a thing. How horrible, though, like just downing those, and it's yeah. like the biggest sugar right. you could ever have in the entire Here, world. Kid, here's some sour it's sugar. pure sugar. <laughs> Chug it. It's great. Uh, 451-1313 or text 100-247 with uh, what you want to see make a comeback this year. Eileen, how about you? Yes, I would like to see the McDonald's McRib back. The McRib? I never had yes. that. Was it good? Yeah. I'm with you. The McRib is probably the most underrated thing that was ever on the McDonald's menu. And they bring it back for a very short time, but not often enough. Oh. Just enough yes, to make us did. miss it. Yes, they did. It came back, like, usually during the summer, and everybody would just party with it. And I'd love to see it back. It was delicious. Party it had with no it? bones in it. <laughs> Yeah. Go down to the McDonald's parking lot. We're going to have a tailgate. <laughs> Big McRib tailgate yeah, party. Sure. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. So, yes, a thousand kids were surveyed to come up with their answer for what is the worst thing about a family road trip. So, we've been asking for your text at 124.70 your calls at 451.1313 from text getting car sick. No, that's not it. Not good, but not it. Uh, worst thing, not letting the kids lay on the ledge behind the back seat as we did when we were kids. What? You were right up there in the window in the back? No, that's not it either. Sitting for hours, this text says. Cramped and squished in the car, another text says. Neither of those, the answer to um, what we're looking for. And how about on the phone? What do you think it is? The number one answer when kids are asked, what's the worst thing about going on a family road trip? Could it be a car crash or a flat tire? Okay. Boy, the flat tire would be the the uh, the uh, the one you would go for if you had to make a choice there. But no, neither of those is the right answer. Thank you. Oh, darn. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. What's the worst thing about a family road trip, according to the kids? Uh, I I think it's a divorce. <laughs> oh, no. 
That would suck. Yeah, that 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 would be a bad family road trip. That is, <laughs> that that is really bad, a dark yeah. family road trip. It, it would be really sad, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, I just had to give it a go. Is yeah, it right? you gave it a go, and no, that's not the answer. But thank you. Uh, dang it. Okay, see ya. Okay, so the worst thing, according to kids, from the actual survey about a family road trip is listening to their parents sing. So parents, keep that in mind the next time you're on a road trip. You might want to curtail the singing just a little bit. It's a Move Mornings podcast with Aaron and Peter. And Aaron, you just said something that uh, we need to follow up on a little bit. You said, I can't sleep naked anymore because Renee is... Is spending more nights away. She's working on the roads throughout Nova Scotia here. Not on the road, but she's she's spending time in other towns. She's yeah. not here in Halifax. Right, okay. And she mentioned to me last night her plan to work out of town for the next little bit. And I'm like, no, I don't want you to go. Because, because it messes up my entire night routine. You have to not sleep naked. Listen, we've lived together for almost two years, and she just... She just found out and was shocked to find out that when she doesn't spend the night at our place, I don't sleep naked. I am head to toe covered in clothing, hoodies, sweatpants, socks. So far, this is making no sense. Why are you fully dressed when when Renee is out of town? If I'm alone, I have to be prepared for anything. I feel that when Renee's home, I'm I'm safe. safe. I'm good. I can sleep naked. Everything's fine. When I'm alone... I'm scared. In the event of an earthquake. If an earthquake happens, right. if the fire alarm goes off at 3 a.m., mm-hmm. I need to be fully prepared to run away. Where if you sleep in, <laughs> like you did this morning, <laughs> yeah. you want to be fully dressed so you can just I'm hop out of bed. I'm ready to go. I don't know what it is, wow. but it's like, I just need to be prepared. I can't be naked. <laughs> Does that make any sense? I'm explaining this to her last night, and she's looking at me like I have three heads. She's like, what are you talking about? I do think that we all have changed our routines if and when our partner is is not there. It's not the same. It's not the same at all. When my when, when Gisela's away, I mean, it just doesn't happen very often. Yeah. It could happen a little more, I'm just saying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> But when she doesn't happen to be, it changes everything, yeah. okay? Well, what do you do? What's different well, for you? Well, first of all, I will probably do some sort of project that I wouldn't normally do, okay. right? So she can come home and say, look, look <laughs> what I did. I painted all the kitchen cabinets. Yeah, you were actually productive. I was actually productive, yeah. but I'm also going to watch what I want to watch. Oh, that's the best. I'm more likely to have beverages on my own. <laughs> some beers. Of my choice. Yeah. I'm more likely to have a pizza as well. Mm. So everything changed. You're just off the rails is I'm what just, happened. It's, it's not up. I'm, <laughs> I used to go off the rails. It used yeah. to be a lot of beer, a lot of pizza, and no DIY projects. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm more disciplined now. Yeah, you've toned it down a bit now, haven't you? But everything you? changes. That's it. And whether it be you're, you're not sleeping naked anymore or right. you're, you know, ordering pizza and drinking beer, things change when your partner doesn't spend the night at home. Mm-hmm. So what changes for you? What do you do differently when yeah. they're not around? When your partner is away, is away for the night. Yeah. What, what do you do differently? How is your night any different? How do things change? When you're left alone. 451-1313 or text 124-7. Hi, Anne Elizabeth. I love your conversation. Oh, my husband goes away every year to Resolute, so he's gone for five months. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so I'm by myself. Okay. So talking about that, yeah, I do a lot of things differently. What do you so do I... differently when your husband's gone oh. for five months? Well, he's kind of 
of OCD, so I, I am, but not that bad. So, like, you know, just killing things, you know, like, you know, like, I, I live in a property with 12 acres. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it could go naked anywhere, right? <laughs> so, it's like you walk around. You just walk around naked. No one's around. Oh, yeah. I, I, for sure. Like, why not? Because, I mean, hell, why not? Um, so, I mean, you know, you have a drink of wine in the afternoon. Okay. You know, you just you, keep you going. Do, you do you. You live your best life. I live my best life. And then he comes back, and then we argue for a little bit, and we go back to normal. It's very therapeutic. I think you should, you should go with it. Everybody should get a little tipsy and <laughs> and walk naked around their property. I think they I think I do agree. I mean, but it's great for your husband to leave or your spouse to leave for a little while yeah. right. to get in check and then come back to reality. Have some personal time with yourself, naked and with wine. It's true. And you don't need to be dressed up because, I mean, I have a baseball bat at the door. And if someone comes, I'm good. Right. You're, you're naked with the bat. That's right. Get a lot of visitors? No, I don't actually. When someone comes up to my property, I get really freaked out. Yeah, yeah well, of course you will. I do. <laughs> yes, there's, a, there's a crazy naked lady running around. I tell you. <laughs> so when your partner is away for the night, what do you do differently from text when my husband is away for the night? I buy really, really nice wine because I don't have to share it. And I make noodles and cheese every single time. I knew it. That's probably what's (laughs) happening at my house, too. (laughs) Wine and noodles and cheese. Yeah. From text as well. How does my nighttime routine change when my partner is gone? My mind is clearer. I relax. (laughs) And I go to sleep happy. Knowing I don't have to plot his murder because oh my he snores so oh. badly. Oh. So you're finally going to get that one good sleep <laughs> one, that you need. One night every six months, you get your good night's sleep. Scotty, how's your night different when you're left alone? Well, with me, it's usually just watch a movie with the sound up really loud and <laughs> and eat the wrong things and maybe not feed the children, but what's with all the nakedness? <laughs> What's with all the nudity? <laughs> You're right. Like, I mean, God, like nudity. Like, I'm sorry. I don't go outside naked, not because the neighbors would hate it, but because, you know, like, wasps <laughs> and bees, snapping turtles. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to get a sunburn because my belly is kind of shaved for it. <laughs> oh, my God. There's an image. <laughs> Not a good image either. Thousand Dollar Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Good morning, Jessica. How are you? Excellent. Thank first, you. First time playing Thousand Dollar Minute, right? It is, yes. And Jessica works for the home builder of the year. Who is that? Solar built home. <laughs> and that's for the entire province of Nova Scotia, right? Absolutely. Solar homes, uh, Jessica, we. Uh, we're going to tell you how the game is played. I know you've listened on the radio, but the lawyers say we have to go through the rules, so here we go. One minute on the clock, 10 questions. You get all 10 right, you win the $1,000. If not, $10 for each correct answer you give us. Now, if you don't know the answer to something, say pass, okay? But we're only going to get back to those past questions if we have time. But we will come back to them if we do. The moment you give us an answer, Jessica, that's the one that counts. You can't take it back. You got all those rules now? I'm down with it. Let's go. (laughs) Here we go, Jessica. Here's your $1,000 minute. What does the texting abbreviation LOL stand for? Laughing out loud. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are all part of what comic book universe? Pass. What is the capital of Cuba? 
Guadalavaca. Who was the leader of Cuba from 1959 to 2008? Fidel Castro. Cartier, Cartier or Champlain, which French explorer established a settlement in Nova Scotia in 1604? Um, Cartier. How long have Mi'kmaq people been living in Mi'kma'ki? 2,000, 5,000, or 11,000 years? Uh, pass. Who was the original host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Um, uh, Regis Philbin. How many months begin with the letter J? Three. What do you call the person who leads an orchestra with a baton? Conductor. Where was the setting for the movie La La Land? Ooh, pass. And uh, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and we're out of time, Jessica. <clears throat> Are you curious about how well you did? Yes, I am. Let's go through the answers. Texting abbreviation LOL, laughing out loud. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, they're all part of the DC comic book universe. Capital of Cuba is Havana. Oh. It was Fidel Castro who led that country for an awfully long time. Champlain was the French explorer who established a, a settlement in actually San Juan, Nova Scotia in 1604. The Mi'kma'ki have been here for 11,000 years, so that's the best estimate. Regis Philbin, he did host Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and there are three months that begin with J. The conductor leads an orchestra, and La La Land was set in Los Angeles. Aha. Uh-huh. Makes sense? Yep. Okay, Jessica, for your first time through, you got one, two, three, four, five, right? You just won $50, and it well, was a pleasure talking to you. Excellent. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jessica, thanks very much. Stay on the line, and we'll tell you how you're going to get your money. $1,000 minute tomorrow. Do yourself a favor, get the $1,000 Minute Advantage by listening to our podcast and finding out the answer to question number 10. We do that every day on Aaron and Peter Move Mornings on iHeartRadio. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Move Mornings with Aaron and Peter. And by now, I think everybody has heard that uh, Olivia Newton-John passed away yesterday. She lost her Long-time battle with breast cancer, and she died at her home in Santa Barbara, California. She was 73. What I think we all need to be reminded of, though, is just what a force she was in music. Really didn't hear too much from her over the last few years. And the peak of, of her career pretty much came with the movie Grease, which was huge, of course. But she had many, many, many hits after that. Um, and some of them stayed at the top of the charts for a long, long time. But here, here's a little montage of some of the music that you may have forgotten about that Olivia Newton-John was responsible for since she had her first hit in 1971. I love you. I honestly love you. By the way, Physical was number one for 10 weeks from late 1981 into 1982 and became the highest 
charting single of the entire 80s. Can you imagine that? One more thing. Uh, John Travolta, he had a statement to make yesterday uh, that I'd like to read for you. It's very brief. It says, my dearest Olivia, you made all of our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We will see you down the road and we will all be together again. Yours from the first moment I saw you and forever. Your Danny, your John. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.